0: Welcome to the Happy Business Show featuring Therese Skelly of HappyInBusiness.com. Listen in as we pull back the curtain and share real-world stories of successful business owners just like you. You'll love the truth, honesty, and inspiration revealed in each episode. And now, Therese Skelly. Hey, it's Therese Skelly, and this is another episode of the Happy Business Show. Today, I'm excited to talk to you about something that is so important. I'm calling this show... Managing the number one commodity you have. Actually that's that's not a great title. I don't know if I like the term managing. How <laughs> about honoring the number one commodity that you have in your business? That's that's better. But here's the deal. You're not gonna like it maybe. Because we all want to think that something that is the commodity is just like a thing like our intellectual property or our database. It's like a thing that maybe is outside of us. And you know what it really is? You wanna hear? It's your energy. Yeah, see, you are like the goose that laid the golden egg. Now, I'm talking to you here. I'm talking to you, and I'm talking to you if you are a service-based business owner, if you are the service, you are the thing that is getting marketed, your brilliance, your time, your wisdom, your energy, your life experiences, you are the magic that people are buying. Yeah, you. You. The number one commodity is your, you, your energy, your wisdom, your passion, your love, your, your intent, your gifts. But here's what happens. Now, most of us, instead of feeling like we're the goose that laid the golden egg, so we must take care of the goose. Like think about that. If you, if you like, literally, you, you know, I'm sure you know that term. If you had a goose that laid golden eggs, you wouldn't not feed the goose. You wouldn't neglect the goose. You wouldn't be like, God dang it, i got to get, get, get take care of that stupid goose. You would put that goose in a very high position, meaning you would honor the goose. You would give it the best food possibly. You would give it the most comfortable bed, or I guess they don't lay eggs in a bed. But you get my drift, right? If you understood that this thing was the revenue gen- generating, was the life generating, was the thing that was totally responsible for all the gold and all the money and all the good, you take really good care of it. We all would. But what happens, sadly, in ourselves, especially if you're a woman, even though you're the goose that legs the golden egg, you're not taking care of yourself. You don't have that understanding. So I'm going to talk about why that is. See, I think there's a lot of old consciousness around, well, I couldn't do that because it would be selfish. You know, i, I you've probably heard me say that I was raised, uh, this, I'm a 50-year-old woman, and so in that culture, we were raised with June Cleaver. We were raised with women that did not demonstrate, they didn't, did not model ruthless self-care. They didn't model um, putting themselves first. They modeled family first. Taking care of others is virtuous. So you might have had that. You might have had, you know, some uh, religious or cultural or familial programming that says it's better to give than to receive. Blessed are the poor, you know. You might have, we might have heard some of that. You might have bought into, you know, I get my worth when I'm taking care of others. It's always more important to make other people happy. Those aren't bad things at all. Those are awesome virtues. But too much of it is out of balance. I remember i heard once somebody say okay we all think giving's better than receiving right like we all know that like yeah it's better to give than to receive right right right, right. but what's better the in breath or the out breath and what's better for the for the tide coming in or going out and you go well but wait you can't have one without the other that's exactly what it is you can't have one without the other and so i wanna shake you up a little smidge here and say hey darling You're the goose that laid the golden egg, right? Don't let the old models, old conditioning hold you back. Don't let a a sense of scarcity or lack hold you back. I think sometimes we have the belief, like, well, gosh, if I take mine, then it's gonna somebody else isn't gonna get to get it. And so you might have been in the the mindset or the mode of there's really not enough for everybody. You know, there's only there's only one pie and there's only eight nine slices, so. I'm like, "Oh heck no, there's loads of pies, but, but look at your mindset. If I take here, if I um use this for me, does that mean that we run out of resources? So check that. Check if there's any unconscious guilt, like when I feel guilty, especially you know if you're a woman and you have been a caretaker or a caregiver, or if you've gotten your identity from how much you are supporting and being there for others. There might be a little smidge of guilt. Like I have this expression that says, "No is a complete sentence." (laughs) No it's a complete sentence. Very often when we say no, we go into reasons. Well, no, because, and I'm sorry, and I hope. Like no. But sometimes we feel guilty if we pull back our energy, or if we we say that no longer works for me. I know I said I would do it, or I know I made that commitment. But you know what? It's not working for me right now. I think it's really hard for us sometimes just to be really clean on. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to do that right now. There's a guilt involved. There's also sometimes a permission involved. If I had a nickel for all the people that I had said, gosh, I just really need permission to be, and I'm like, oh, here's permission. I'd have lots of nickels. So I want you to look at your dance with how well you're managing your energy. You know, today, I've been on both sides of the business. I've been on the business where I just cranked it out. I just was like just working my ass off like and and i got some virtue i just was like oh wow i'm i'm the suffering entrepreneur i'm working all hours of the day or night i'm willing and you know truthfully i miss lots of time with my kids i i probably missed um time that i can't make up i miss relationships i missed fun and life all to say oh, i'm willing to do whatever it takes now, obviously, you got to do a lot of what it takes, but you don't have to do it in a way that fries your adrenal glands, crashes your health potentially, um, screws up your relationships, and makes you, at the end of the day, just go, my business is not making me happy. And you know here at Happy Business Land we're all about creating businesses that make you happy, right? Okay, so here's a couple tips. Well, the first thing is you must... Get into awareness. So on a scale of one to ten, if I say you are the goose that laid the golden egg, are you a oh hell yeah, I know that or are you like, No, really? So that's the first one. Do you believe in that? Do you buy into that? Can you get on the same page with me that your energy is the most important thing? Start there. And if you can't, what's in the way? If there's a commodity in your business, it's you. You know, I always say people want what you have. They want your journey. They want your success. They want you. Yeah, you might be selling a product or services, but ultimately, you are the generator and the creator of that. So think about that. Do I believe... Number one, do I believe that I am the goose that laid the golden egg? You know, I have um, some food sensitivities. And... uh I I I say should I should be gluten free and usually I am until I'm not and you know there's a few, a few I'm I'm pretty sensitive I'm really sensitive and there are times when I'm completely fine with that and I honor it and then I, there are times when I just get pissed off because I just feel like really can't I just have pizza and beer and like who cares <laughs> like, can I just be that guy can I just be like unconscious and eat anything I want but here's You know, And sometimes I get cranky. I'll just be honest. I I don't like being that sensitive. I don't like being the goose that needs freaking special food all the time. But then I say, gosh, if I had like a $200,000 car, would I put crappy fuel in it? Would I not change its oil? No. See, if we have really nice stuff, we value our stuff. We take really good care of our stuff. We give it the finest. But sometimes when we're the stuff, when we are the goose... We don't do so much. So so one of the ways I've reconciled, like I'm the goose, and uh, this goose needs to be fed really well. I, I need to have great self-care so my energy is such that I can do the work in the world. And that means taking the right supplements, getting massages, going to the chiropractor, eating the right way, sleeping enough, adding fun. So for me, it is really like you have to understand who you are and how that goose that you are needs to be cared for. Now, you know, what happens a lot, so that's the tip. Number one, have you identified that you were the goose? Number two, is there any story or resistance around that? Now, let me tell you a little tip here. When your car is running low on gas, there's not a story. <laughs> right? Like, because here's the deal. If you don't have gas, gas what happens I'm sure when we were younger drivers you know you, you pray when you're 50 years old you're still not running out of gas but when you're a newer driver you don't know and you're crazy enough to risk it and crazy enough to go ah I got a few more miles I don't know about you but you know I'm sure we've all ran out of gas when we were teenagers or something but there's not a judgment on there's not a story it's just I have to stop and refuel there's not like oh my gosh should I refuel Like, does my car deserve to be refueling? Oh, no, if I take this gas, it's going to affect... Do you see the absurdity of that? So if you look at your life and your business, it needs fuel. If you look at your car, it needs fuel. But with our cars, we maintain them. We get regular checkups. We get our oils changed. We get the car washed and detailed. And you fuel it when it needs fuel. How often are you doing that with your... Life with your energy? Are you just saying, gosh, my energy tank is getting a little bit low. I think I'll swing in and get some fuel, whatever that looks like. So that's what I want you to look at. That's point number three. How easily, like imagine if there were, you know, on our cars we have those gas gauges, and on the fancier cars you get the flashing light, like you have 18 miles left. (laughs) Like like you're going to run out. I think that's why we ran out of gas when we were teenagers because we didn't have that—the specificity that, like we know today. Like, sister, you got 18 miles. That's it. But in our businesses and our bodies and our energies, we don't have that. We have like, God, I am getting so tired, or oh shoot, my neck hurts, or oh, I can't get out of bed. But sometimes we just override it and keep going and keep going and keep going. So I'm saying. Set your set point differently. So instead of like 18 miles, you're going to run out of gas. It's just like two more days and you're toast. Like you don't get anymore. Like you don't put you don't go anymore if you don't put fuel in yourself. Now here's another one. Couple tips. What would Therese say? <laughs> I love that one. I actually had a client recently say to me, I channeled you the other day. I knew I needed something and I knew my brain was wacky and I wasn't telling myself the right things. So what I said was, What would trees tell me to do right now? Now it doesn't have to be trees. If you if you're in my tribe, you know what I'm gonna say. Maybe it's a trusted mentor, maybe it's somebody that loves you, maybe it's Jesus, maybe it's Buddha or Gandhi or Maya Angelou or Oprah. It doesn't matter. But it, the thing is, in that moment, when you're running out of fuel, when you're not remembering that you're the goose, ask what somebody that you trust, somebody that you love, somebody that would see a greater vision for yourself, ask what they would tell you to do in that moment. That's a good one. Two more. Another one is, how would you treat it if you were your kids? Right? Right? So most of us, if we have kids or or even a a beloved pet or a beloved partner, sometimes the way we treat ourselves, oh, good Lord, we would never say what we say to our loved ones. We would never say, I don't care if you're hungry. Just suck it up. You've got work to do. Imagine if you had a little five-year-old, and the five-year-old's like, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, which I'm sure you're sitting at your desk doing your work, and the little part in you is going, God, I'm hungry, but you override. You just go, shut up. You're fine. You don't need it. Or just, just you know, you just grab a bar and just what I should be. You would never talk that way to your kids or your loved ones. And so, what I'm giving you is tricks for how to bypass either bad habits, uh, faulty mindset, uh limiting belief. And so the first one is, if it was a car. I just would have to feel it or it would stop. The second one is, who else could I ask to get like some influence and permission? The third one is, would I treat my kids this way? And the fourth one is, sometimes the mission warrants you doing something differently. And so, there's nothing more powerful than tuning into your big why, seeing your people. I, I do a lot of like what I call like talk to the soul of your business, and and I, ha- I take people through visioning processes where we we imagine their perfect customers and the people that are, they're charged on a soul level to help. And and we see them, we see you on a stage looking out to them, making a commitment to them, saying, "I'm here. I'm here to help you. I'm here. I'm ready. I'm going to help you. Can you do it for them?" Sometimes rising above, like transcending, you know, yeah, maybe I'm not used to doing this, or maybe it's uncomfortable to have all this self-care, or to think of myself, or to be such a priority. But here's the deal, if you are not full, you are not serving. You cannot give from an empty space. You should give from overflow. Overflow. Say so that again. Give from overflow. So the best work comes when you are filled up, when you are remembering that you really are the goose that laid the golden egg, when you remember to manage as a commodity that is your energy, and you take care of yourself. Alrighty, so I hope you have enjoyed this podcast, and here's what I'm gonna request. A, send me a note. Let me know what you, what you got out of it, what you're gonna do differently, and B, do you have any requests for podcasts? Usually what happens is I'm, I'm talking to a client and, and there's an idea. I'm like, oh, that's a good podcast episode. Or somebody will email me and say, hey, could you do a podcast on this? So feel free. In the meantime, know that I'm so appreciative that you're in the tribe listening to this, this stuff that I share. And I would love to support you in any way I can. And in case you happen to be interested in learning more about how we could work together, just go to happyinbusiness.com. Forward slash coach with Therese. I'd love to see if there's a way I could support you. righty. much love, peace and blessings. Bye. You've been listening to the Happy Business Show with Therese Skelly. Join us next time and invite your friends to join us at thehappybusinessshow.com. Visit thehappybusinessshow.com and get Therese's five-part video series eliminating money blocks. Thanks for tuning in.